0: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com recommend today. Southern New England Sports Original. 103.7 WEEI. Always live on the free Odyssey app. We now return to Meter and the Coach. Call the show at 401-737-1287. Southern New
1: England Sports Original, 1037-WEDI. Second and final hour of Meter and the Coach. Rainy Saturday, rainy Sunday. Who knows, it might brighten up for the Patriots and Eagles if you're going. Uh, This just didn't leave now. I know Karen Garrigian is probably uh, revving up to leave her uh, lovely house soon because it's uh, traffic time around Foxborough Route 1. Karen Garrigian is always outstanding to talk to, our favorite Patriots reporter. She's the best Patriots reporter, as Tim mentioned earlier, and I, I clearly uh, agree with that. She's unbelievable. And she asked Bill Belichick the best questions. How about that, Karen? You asked the best questions to Belichick.
2: You think so, good <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. does he answer them
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, good question there uh that's yeah. that's that's something that you'll have to find out more this year, but as we move towards the game, tell me, Karen, give me a reason why the Patriots can win this game,
2: oh boy <laughs> well, um you know the the eagles haven't uh, like the patriots haven't really used their starters much um uh, in the preseason and like you know last year i think it took the eagles a while to get rolling even though they did win the first game and um i'm grasping here uh we have the super <laughs> bowl hangover we we have the super bowl hangover <laughs> uh since they did lose um Put it this way a lot of things are really going to have to go right for the patriots uh to to take down
1: the eagles uh
2: this afternoon um
1: i, I, I yeah. agree with that uh wholeheartedly i said to tim earlier i just don't see give me a give me a, a, where, an area on the field where the patriots have an have an edge they just don't uh, yeah but,
2: they they don't really um Maybe maybe are tight ends against a couple of new members of their linebacking or safety core. Because uh, yep. they did, the Eagles did lose a few players, but as I said, you, you need a microscope to to, to see where the <laughs> where the Patriots have the edge today in anything.
1: what do you make? I know you wrote a mass live about Matt Patricia and maybe that's a little overplayed about Patricia coming back as a defensive analyst, but you brought up some good points about Patricia being in the past, being able to silence the Patriots when he was with Detroit, they silenced him for that matter. Do you think that is an edge for Philadelphia or is that too much made of that?
2: Well, of course we're going to make a lot of it. Um, But I think, I think, you know, I think, he has knowledge. Uh, He has knowledge about, you know, not just tendencies, Bill's tendencies, but you know, the players tendencies. And again, the offense is, is, you know, he might not recognize it and he probably won't. Although I'm sure some elements of it are from the Patriots past offense. But I, as I said, I think, you know, he'll know how to attack certain players uh, and that and that's on both sides of the ball. And um, I just remember going into Detroit. Um, two, it was, I think it was 2018, and when he yep. was the head coach there, and Tom Brady had one of his worst games as a pro uh, against Matt Patricia, and. You know, it's like Matt Patricia had all the answers to the test because, he, again, he was so familiar uh, with defending Brady because he defended him every day in practice uh, in in all the previous years. I think there's a little something to it, but, uh, you know, I'm not going to go overboard. and And even in talking to some of the players, as I did for what I wrote, you know, Kendrick Bourne, Basically saying, well, you know, they're a lot different now for a reason, <laughs> and uh, Matt Patricia probably isn't going to recognize a lot of what they do on offense.
0: Karen, uh, a lot's been talked about about the offensive line and the injuries or, or the lack of talent up front. Uh, how how are the Patriots going to deal with that front line? the defensive front of the Eagles today with with their front line.
2: Well, I think it's mostly, I mean there there isn't much they can do with the personnel they have right now. Although, you know, some of their starters have been back this week, um but you're talking about uh, you know people like Michael Wenu who missed pretty much all of training camp. You're talking about Cole Strange who missed Most of training camp, you're talking about Calvin Anderson. If he's going to be a part of it, who missed all of training camp uh, and, and none of them played in the preseason. So, you know, at the, at the very best, you'll get some of these guys back and out there, but you know, they're half, they're going to definitely have to play in some type of rotation with many of the backups we saw during the preseason uh who didn't fare very well. So, you know, that's one thing, but but it's good that they'll have at least you know, four you know, four guys on that line who are semi-familiar with each other. You know, right tackle is, you know, put a big question mark there. I'm not sure what they're going to do with that. All that being said, I think, and I think we saw this during training camp as well bill bryan Bill O'Brien, you know, had to scheme around a bad offensive line, and by that, I mean, you know you're not going to see Mac drop have these deep dropbacks and throw the ball deep because he's just not going to have time, so they're going to go with a lot of the quick hitting stuff, which is part of their offense. Uh, they're gonna try, they're gonna run the ball a lot to try and set up play action. Play action will give Mac a little more time. Uh, so basically, Bill O'Brien is kinda scheme around the fact that Mac's not gonna have time.
0: So let's flip the switch to the other side. And now Jack Jones being out today, uh, Christian Gonzalez—so much pressure for a fresh for a rookie uh, out there against the Phillies wideouts. You know, how are they going to deal with that with their lack of talent at the corners?
2: Uh, Tim, Tim, they're going to pray. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> there well, you go. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, one of the best things that can happen. And again, this is going to be tough too, because um, the Eagles have one of the better offensive lines in the league. I mean, one way to negate receivers is to, to, to get a pass rush and, and kind of, you know, not give Jalen Hurts a half an hour for those guys to get open. Um, but it, it's going to be tough. I mean, it, it, Christian Gonzalez, is you know people might not think watching him today that he's going to be a great rookie <laughs> he will whether he goes against A.J. Brown or Devonta Smith um, but it's, it's a tall order for him to come in in his first game and try and neutralize one of those I mean he's going to have some growing pains uh, I think we'll see him make some good plays but it's just a tough a tall ask for him but that's Hey, you're taken in the first round. You gotta, you know, they're putting him out there, so we'll see how he does. Um, Jonathan Jones uh, will handle. I'm guessing they'll put him on Devonta Smith. Um, you know, the best. You know, we, we kind of said it all training camp. The best alignment for the for the Patriots' corners is to have John Jones playing on the inside, uh, inside in the slot. Uh, and that's why Jack Jones was so important, uh, because, you know, he's he's one of their better boundary corners, but that's not going to happen. Um, we thought he might be suspended because of uh, the gun charges, but he got off those, but he turned up with a hamstring injury that's going to, you know, ha- put him on IR, so he's going to miss at least four games. So the Patriots are just going to have to deal uh, with being a little thin. Uh, but again, not having their personnel, I think, in the right spots. Uh, and again, it's not that Jonathan Jones—you know—he handled himself okay out on the boundary, but he's much better on the inside. So, but as I said, you know, pass rush, uh, one side getting safety help, and, and I'm guessing that'll be Christian Gonzalez' side. Um, but they're gonna have to attack they're gonna have to get to Jalen hurts uh get him or at least get him off his spot because uh statistically he wasn't anywhere near uh as good throwing the ball on the run last year
1: no, no that's that's valid Karen. I just don't see it's it's so interesting that we've dealt the last four or five years since Brady's been gone that this five hundred Malays. the twenty five and twenty six record, the question marks all over the field. If you're a patriot fan, you're just bewildered, you say, all right, we're strong in the pass rush, but then we're bad on the back end or we' we have you know we have good tight ends, but we really don't have good outside receivers. There's too many question marks all over the field, aren't there, Karen?
2: Oh, uh, yeah, you're not getting an argument from me, but I'll throw one thing in there today and and I and I wrote it this morning. You know, a lot of people think uh Bill Belichick has lost his fastball and he's passed it and whatever, but there was a time <laughs> not so long ago where where Bill Belichick could dial up a few ske- you know, dial up some weird scheme or weird yeah. way to confuse a quarterback. And it wasn't just the rookies or first year quarterbacks who had never played against him. Um, you know, he's shut down some pretty significant offenses, either for entire games or three quarters of the games by throwing in certain wrinkles. Or, I mean, if you have the, the quarterback guessing or not knowing quite what he's seeing or hesitating in the slightest, I mean, that's another way where you can, you know, help your defense. And I think, with bill not having to focus so much on the offense as he did last year uh trying to help a couple of guys who had never coached offense before i think you know i think he can go back to kind of working his way around to every unit but also focusing a a little bit more on helping out the defense so uh, as i said i wrote about it today i know there's some people who think um You know, it's past his prime, but uh, I'm not going to bury him just yet. Uh, The Patriots have been awful against mobile quarterbacks. I have to believe he's been in there like a mad scientist trying to draw up some X's and O's for the defense to, at the very least, confuse Jalen Hurts.
1: Well, it will be fascinating to see if they can figure that out. Uh, What do you make of the... And you've written about this, too. It's not a new revelation. Your colleague, Ben Volan, wrote about it this weekend, about Belichick being on the proverbial hot seat. How hot is the seat? Who knows? Do you feel like that there's a lot of validity to that if there are 7 and 10 and 8 and 9 this year? Will he be coaching again?
2: Yeah, I kind of think. I think it'd have to be a, a huge disaster. Uh, and by that, I mean 2 and 15, 3 and 14. Uh Something in that neighborhood. I I think seven, I think if they're seven and ten, eight and nine, nine and eight, don't make the playoffs, but if you can see that they've improved, and I think this could very well be the case. I I honestly do. I think they are better. I don't I'm not convinced their record's gonna be better. Uh you know, mostly based on the schedule.
1: Right.
2: Um, but if they if they look like they're going in the right direction and it's obvious last year they did not look like they were going in the right direction, even with eight wins, you know, there was, they were in such chaos offensively. Um, And again, on defense, they just, they couldn't beat any good quarterback or any good team or elite team anyway. So if they, And I I actually believe they're going to, it's going to be a game later today. I don't believe they're going to win, but I believe they'll be competitive. Um, And it's interesting how our standards have dropped. (laughs) Right. Um, Totally. Totally. Yeah. um, But I can't, I can't see Robert Kraft pulling the trigger and doing that, uh, you know, unless we have another disastrous, chaotic situation, and they win two or three games. Um, you know, Robert has t- talked tough before the seasons, and, and by that I mean he's pointed out that he's unhappy with how things have gone. He's un- you know—unhappy at not having any playoff wins, uh, even t- from the time you know Brady's last season to now. And and, you know, you know, there's kind of veiled threats behind those words. But, you know, if you talk to him now, he's excited about the rookies. He thinks they're going to surprise. He th- he likes being the underdog. So um, <clears throat> it's gone from, boy, it sounds like Bill's in trouble to not really. So I, I think I really think Robert would like Bill Belichick to get. Uh, to break Don Shula's record here, as opposed to somewhere else. And once he does that, uh, all bets are off in terms of how much longer Belichick will be here.
0: Aaron, a lot of been, a lot's been talked about with Juju Smith Schuster, his knee, his health, his ability to you know, be not an elite receiver, but a, a good solid option on the outside. Uh, where do you stand with him and his performance this season and it, and it also his health?
2: Yeah. Well, the knee was definitely an issue. Um he injured I don't I can't even tell you what knee it is, but uh in the FC Championship game last year and uh it took him all of the two week break between the championship game in the Super Bowl to, to be ready to play. But he actually played very well in the Super Bowl. Um, he told me post-Super Bowl he had a clean-out procedure um, and then kind of took a turn backwards because he took a long flight to Japan and, and the knee swelled up uh, on a flight. And that was one of the reasons that, you know, they went really slow with him. He wasn't he wasn't on the field for any of the off season stuff. He was here, but he was wasn't on the field. Um but he was a participant every day in training camp. Um he didn't miss any days. <laughs> this is him talking to me. Um uh, and he says he's feeling great and um you know the knee is fine. It's getting better every day, which means well, you know, they're still managing something. Um, you know, he he clearly doesn't look like, at least from what we've seen in, in the practices and games, uh, he doesn't have that explosion. Um, but that doesn't mean he can't get open. That doesn't mean he can't catch a ton of passes. It's just going to be a question to see. Is that knee going to be problematic. Uh is he gonna have to take a game off here and there? You know, that's all to be seen. Uh but I'll take him at his word that his, his knee is fine and um you know he's gonna be fine going forward.
0: Okay, Karen, let's let's be positive today now. With finishing up from my end. Uh
1: what, <laughs> what does this down. day mean?
0: The Tom Brady day. I mean, I I know I, that's all I've been thinking about. I mean, we all love football. We loved the game the other night, the Chiefs and the Lions, and today looking forward to the big day. But in your eyes, you know, you covered the team for a long time. You know, give us some of just a couple nuggets on so maybe some behind-the-scenes things or maybe your special memory of Tom Brady.
2: Well, I think, um, <clears throat> you know, I was – actually talking with a former patriot yesterday Kevin Falk, um who was you know one of Brady's go-to guys during that first first run and you know I I was asking him about some recollections of Tom Brady and he said and he told me I just landed in Providence and I go oh so you <laughs> I so I guess there's going to be a a, a healthy number of former Patriots in attendance uh, for this ceremony. So, you know, that in itself um, uh, is going to be fun to see kind of all of many of Brady's former teammates kind of surrounding the stage, I'm guessing, uh, for whatever Robert Kraft has cooked up uh, for Tom Brady at halftime. You know, my, my only... The only weird thing is, it's like how much can you get in in a halftime ceremony? You know, it, it might not be enough. Although yeah. Robert Robert was saying the other day, it's something. It's, it's going to be some, something unique is going to happen during this. It's going to be u- a unique ceremony. So, you know, that's let, led everybody to speculate and guess. You know, are they going to name the tower after him? Are they going to retire his number? <laughs> what is going to be so? What is going to be so unique? What I do know is, and, you know, Kevin Fox said this, it's like it's a it's at least probably the first of many chances for Patriot fans to kind of show, you know, express to Tom Brady, you know, what he's meant to the region uh, for two decades, the six championships, the nine Super Bowl appearances and just. Making the team, you know, always in, helping make the team always be in the hunt and just providing so many great football memories uh, for fans here who for so long didn't have any. And, you know, it's an, I, I hope the weather holds up <laughs> because rain, rain and what's been going on here isn't going to help that. But uh, I have a feeling the clouds will, will the, Somehow it will it will not be raining during that part of of the football game during (laughs) halftime. I'm just I am just wondering how Robert Kraft is going to pull this off in 20 minutes. Um, My guess is there will be other type of celebrations to come, and this could be the first of several.
1: I'm guessing you might have a Tom Brady day in the Commonwealth. I think uh, Governor Healy might institute that one too down the road here, Karen, but you're right. We'll see what unique, what the definition of of unique is today. It should be a memorable day. Either way, we appreciate you taking the time as always for waking up with us and uh, good luck covering the team this year. We look forward to speaking with you very soon.
2: Thanks gentlemen. And uh, I, you know, you, you caught me off guard. How can they win? I'm not sure, but you know, Miracles do happen.
1: <laughs> Put it up there with 1980, miracle on ice. Th- th- That's right. <laughs>
2: Thank
1: right, right, you, guys, Karen. A good
2: one. Yep. You too. Bye-bye.
1: Take care. Karen Grigian from MassLive.com. She's the best, and we appreciate her insight as always. Pats and Eagles coming up at 425. Joe Passarelli, you're up next with an update. Now, here's What's Trending on WEEI.